run, flee. So that's the belt of truth. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now I would submit to you from a study of scripture that righteousness is not about right behavior. It's about a right relationship with God. So pursuing God. He says if you seek him with all your heart, you're going to find him. Righteousness is about seeking him. It's pursuing him. It's taking that seventh day to rest and be still and know that I am God, he says. It's taking time to start your day in prayer, waking up when the alarm goes off and saying, God, I give you today and going to bed and say, God, I give you tonight and doing it again the next day. It's pursuing him and seeking him with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. The breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. What do we do with our feet? We go. We live on mission. You cannot go this way and that way at the same time. If we are living on mission, giving him our 24 hours a day, we're called to live on mission, not, not to compartmentalize our life, right? 140 times roughly in the New Testament, church is referred to, and it's never a place or an event. It always refers to people. We are the church. Church is 24 7. Shoes for our feet. We go. We, we preach the gospel. We go out and serve. We care for the least of these. Verse 16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Every one of them. The shield of faith. Why? Because faith is simply trust. It's simply saying, just like back in the garden, God, I trust that if I go this way, it's going to lead to death. As opposed to saying, God, I'm going to figure out abundant life on my own. I got this. I don't need you. And he says, son, I love you, but that's going to lead to death and destruction and malfunction. Doesn't work right. Life doesn't work right. Right? And it's key that we understand the difference between right and wrong and understand that right and wrong has nothing to do with our behavior, but how we were made. Right? Lying is not wrong because the Bible says so. The Bible says so because God is truth and we were made in his image. And when we lie, we malfunction. We don't work right. If I want to listen to my favorite CD and I plug it into the vacuum cleaner, it's going to break because it wasn't made to do that. If I clean the window with a hammer, it's going to break because it wasn't made to do that. When we don't operate in who we were made to be, we malfunction and life malfunctions. Even just turning the ball valve for a little sin, we malfunction. We invite malfunction into our lives. So trust in God, faith, and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You ever notice that you put S on the beginning of word and you get sword? That is your weapon. That's your pistol. That's what you go to battle with. Being in the Word of God matters, not for the legalistic sake of your, saying you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it, but it matters. There's power in it. No multiple cases of guys that prayed and prayed and prayed in tears and on their face before God because they were addicted to this, that, or the other and could not through prayer get rid of it. But, they, but, but I know guys who said, I'm going to be in the Word hours a day, steady, constant in, in that season of battle. And there is power in the Word of God. Next, I will seek God with all of my heart. I trust that his ways lead to abundant life and know that any other way really does lead to death. That's the lie. That's the lie that the enemy told him. He's been telling it in different clothes throughout for the last thousands of years. Ah, it's not going to lead to death. It's not gonna, you're going to be okay. You ever, you ever think about the fact that God gives us pain for a reason, a loving reason? 
It's the alarm to say, stop it, you're malfunctioning, life's not working right. You touch the stove and it burns. You keep beating your head against the wall, it's going to bleed, it's going to hurt, stop it. I understand that pornography prevents me from having a close relationship with God. I also understand that I am fully and completely loved by the creator and sustainer of the universe and no other opinion of me matters more than that. I will first seek him through his word. I understand that the word of God is more than just words on a page. It has power. When Jesus was tempted three times by the devil, he didn't argue or philosophize with the devil. He simply quoted the word of God. It is living and active. Listen to what Hebrews says. Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Tell me another book like that on this planet. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him who we must give account. Scripture does that. I will hide God's word in my heart, starting by memorizing this verse from 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Flee. Run. <laughs> he doesn't say stand there and argue with the devil. He says run. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. If I steal something from you, I can give it back. Can't give this back. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. I will guard my heart and commit to going to battle as a prayer warrior for myself, my family, my fellow Ironmen brothers, and against the schemes of the devil. I understand the maker of all things who knows how his creation works well and knows what causes it to malfunction said that the truth will set you free. I commit at a very minimum to run to God in confession when I'm tempted and when I sin rather than hiding from him. I would submit to you that back in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, that his heart broke more when they hid from him than that they did a certain behavior, that they ran from him because we were made to walk in intimate, close relationship, to walk in the cool of the garden with God. Come on, guys, that is awesome. And that is what God has been working to restore us back to ever since then, right? So we have an opportunity to walk with the maker and sustainer and creator of the universe. And guess what? He knows all your junk and he loves you anyway. And I don't, I don't mean just love you because he has to. I mean, he likes you. He delights in you. He looks at you like you look at your son or your daughter and you say, my word, that is beautiful. He looks at you that way. And I'm talking even if you sinned this morning, he looks at you that way. He delights in you. If God's spirit tells me to, I commit to have enough courage to confess to my brothers at Ironman, knowing that we have the dome of confidence and a safe space 
to share. And if God's spirit tells me to, I commit to have enough courage to confess to my wife. I know that will be a difficult journey with hard consequences, but I know and trust for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For the sake of time, let's jump over to this lies versus truth document that you have here. Um, you know, the enemy of God, as Christians, he has no power over us. He cannot make us do anything. The only thing he has is influence through lies, and then it's up to us to believe him and then go and destroy ourselves, right? So listen, if you have engaged or are engaged in pornography, um, whether you may not verbally actually say some of these things, there's a good chance that you've been affected by these lies. Number one, nobody will find out we talked about that. Uh, number two, it's not a big deal. There are no consequences. In the beginning, God said to Adam, if you do this, malfunction and death will come. The enemy, your enemy said, you will not surely die. That's the lie right there. It is a big deal. The actors and actresses are enjoying themselves. Whether they realize it or not, they are being destroyed by the enemy. Odds are very slim that they would ever be able to know the kind of marriage and love that God intended for us. Odds are also very slim that they would ever know the full beauty of what God intended for sex. Sex is so, so, so much greater than just physical pleasure. It is the joining of souls. It is a spiritual life-uniting connection. And when there is not a God-centered life-uniting marriage, it is incredibly destructive. In fact, there are few things that are more destructive than sexual brokenness. On a very small, only a very small percentage of the actors, actresses are paid professionals. Most have been trafficked and are forced to perform. They are forced into drug addiction, keeping them enslaved. Their captors threaten to kill their families. They are forced to have abortions. Nearly 100% of all porn actors and actresses have STDs. There's a high rate of substance abuse. Once actresses are in the industry, most won't go to work unless they are high or drunk. Listen to this former actress. Guys are punching you in the face. You get ripped. Your insides can come out of you. It's never ending. You're viewed as an object, not as a human with respect. People do drugs because they can't deal with the way they're being treated. Here comes the sledgehammer. Looking at pornography is enjoying something that breaks God's heart. Ponder that for just a minute. It's like watching and enjoying a little girl being beaten up while her father watches. I know that's heavy. But sometimes we need that sledgehammer to knock some sense into us and, and break us out of this trance. Right? Sometimes that's how powerful his lies can be. It's like a trance. If I go to free sites, I'm not actually supporting the industry. Free websites comprise 70 to 80% of the adult material online. It is used as bait for premium sites. Those free sites are making money from advertisers because you visit them. I'm not hurting anybody. There is more slavery today than there ever has been in the history of the world. Literally millions of boys and girls are forced into sexual slavery every year, and pornography is the fuel that keeps that tragedy burning. It fuels the addiction that drives them to do such incredible atrocities. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 18. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Pornography is also the fuel that causes men to see women as objects. With all of these sexual harassment claims, right? We're, we're in a unique time with all of these sexual harassment claims coming to the surface. 
Look at how Time Magazine handles um, Harvey Weinstein versus Hugh Hefner. They give a tribute to Hugh who took pornography out of the shadows and brought it into mainstream popularity. And yet we honor him and we vilify Weinstein, which I guarantee Weinstein had an addiction to pornography and the things that he was doing. It doesn't hurt me, it does. Um, and then there's more on the backside, but for the sake of time, we'll wrap up here. Um, I want to turn this over to um, Dave. He's going to take us through the declaration page. But I just want to close again because I don't feel like I can say it enough. Um, guys, we are in this together. I don't stand up here as, as self-righteous guy pointing finger at you saying change your behavior. I stand up here as somebody who desperately needs Jesus to keep from doing crazy, stupid stuff. And I want you to know that I'll go to the battle, I'll go to the trenches with you. Um, if this is something that you feel like you are struggling with, that you have an addiction with, and you need somebody to talk to, I will, I will be there for you. I know Dave will. I know Ryan will. Uh, I know it's heavy, and I know we're heading into Christmas, and we should be giving some kind of rah-rah message right now. But I pray... God, this is the most incredible Christmas celebrating the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because you are set free this morning right here and now by the power of God's Holy Spirit. I, none of my words can change you, but His Spirit can. I pray that you would pursue intimacy with Him. He changes hearts. It's not about us changing behavior. It's about Him changing our hearts, which then fixes the behavior. Amen? All right. Awesome job. That's awesome. I'm going to put the mic here and just shout. Eddie, I know that you were clapping loud as he was going through the declaration. Because this image is like burned in my brain of you last month. For those of you that work here, and I'm sorry it's not on the big screen, but I couldn't figure out how to do that in a minute's notice. But I couldn't help but think about you as he was going through putting on the full armor of God. You guys remember Eddie doing that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was powerful. Um, the reality is that I, I want to be this. But there's many times that I, I really think that I need to change the logo and make it like lead man. <laughs> you know, soft and pliable and slow and heavy. And there's many times that I feel like that. These tools that, um, and these are, these are literally tools, just reminders. Like Mike in the back, when he offers these, this is a tool. And I, and I drink coffee out of this, I'm remembering, iron sharpens iron, I need to be in a community of guys. This is a tool, it's not a mug. Uh, the shirt that I'm wearing, believe it, believe me, this is a tool for me. When I put this on, I'm like, oh, man, I gotta be straight. On Fridays, somebody gonna see me. The rest of the week, somebody gonna see me. <laughs> this is a tool. This journal is a tool. This is a tool. So when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start journaling my, my time.